0: For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure to select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app available on Android devices. Episode 106, 107, Woo. what are we on here? We're
1: solid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Starting hey. strong. Do I need to do check app. what do, do, do. do I need to check what episode <laughs> we're on?
0: I think it's 106, I, but
1: I think that's right. Okay, would, this is all Would speculation. you wager your life on it? No. Yeah,
0: I would. Okay. Really? I won't wow, lock it up okay. I've lived a full life, so uh, I'll throw it on anytime. You're you're good? You're done? Well, for the right bet. I did something that almost ended my life today, I guess. I did something. You ever, if you look at the front of a grill, like there's this little hole in it. So, like a grill of a car? No, sorry. <laughs> like a grill on my yes. teeth? Exactly. Mm. A little John style grill. But there's a little hole there where you can put a match to light the gas if it's a gas grill. I did that. My igniter has burnt out, whatever. So I've been lighting it like that. And I'd light a mash. I put it on the stick and I put it in there. <laughs> and I couldn't get it. I guess I didn't get it lit or my match burnt out and the gas was still going and the grill was closed. And so then I, I stuck the second one in and it was like... Boom! And, wow. Like, burnt hair off my arm like crazy. My wife said it looked insane. Uh, she was amazed that I didn't get hurt. And, um, there, like, the uh, top to the grill kind of, like, flopped open. I was like, wow. That reminds uh, ladies me. Ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah. That reminds me of, of uh, in college, you know, you ever heard of, like, is it called everclear what is it called the 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 yeah 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 Yeah,
1: grain alcohol
2: right so we were we had that (laughs) making punch or whatever for a party we finished a bottle (laughs) and i was like oh i'm gonna light the remains on fire so i took a lighter and i just wanted to light the drips as it came out but there was all the um, vapor was still all up in the bottle and it was like a flamethrower yeah, if I had been if I had been facing myself, it would have just like burst me into flames. So, <laughs> so I, was, I was aiming at a table and it lit the table. There's on so fire. many
3: funny videos online of people like putting Everclear in their mouth and they like spit it up. Remember, like Triple H used to do that with water, right? And then they would go to light it and they just burn their faces off right. <laughs> because of that kind of stuff.
2: Right. So I was yeah, it's I was like an idiot. Not just the droplets. And almost burnt my face off. Just like Kyle almost burnt his face off today. There you go. Just. Thank oh, you.
1: Oh, man.
2: A lot, yeah, of, lot of sound uh,
1: clips tonight. Yeah, we got a lot. lot. Some, would, some, would, some would say too much, but, <laughs> some, but, some not, would say but that. not me. But not me. Right.
0: Good. It better not be you.
1: <gasps>
0: no, Okay. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brahm, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle L. Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion.
1: Just realized since the, uh, the gruesome twosomes inception that I'm now the first name mentioned during the opening credits. Wow. That's you pretty, are. It's pretty cool. You gotta I'm get a on, new nickname. I'm honored. I need a new nickname?
2: I mean, I think you're the only one who hasn't, oh no, I guess Kyle, so you So I gotta record
0: yet. that intro again? I mean, man.
2: I think we if should re-record re- it every episode. Oh,
0: okay. Great.
3: Hey, Great. guys, every time he has to re-record it, though, that's a good thing for the, uh, you know what I mean? Sponsors. Oh, yeah.
0: What? Exactly.
1: Oh. Goes to uh, Some Lord. Somehow to monetize it, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Powered <laughs> by Monster <laughs> Energy
0: Drink. Uh, Kyle, the monster. Yeah. Well, my name is Kyle, and, uh.
3: Kyle, you you love Kyle's monster energy, so your name could just be Kyle Monster Lover.
1: Yeah, Kyle Monster Lover.
0: Yeah. We're
1: Kyle Drywall Man. Smasher. Yeah,
0: I like that. That'd be cool.
1: <laughs> I like Monster Man. Uh, speaking of monsters, monster Man. good before, transition. Before we have to dive the sub even further, uh, we return with is this week two already of Mega Monster Movie Month? Yes, it is. So last week we watched Deep Shock, which, uh, told the tale of some massive electric eels, which were kind of disappointing actually in size. Uh, wasn't what I was thinking, uh, we were going to get, but, but (laughs) tonight, (laughs) but tonight we got something I think that lived up to the hype in terms of size and scale we watched it came from beneath the sea from 1955
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah i was yeah. i didn't i didn't know what to expect at all about this and i think zach you had mentioned sorry uh, twosome, uh you had mentioned that you were excited for this uh, whole movie month because you're a monster movie type person uh, you were yeah. kind of like the driving force of godzilla and i didn't even realize just how Kind of. I don't want to say it's, this is necessarily a classic film, but how a cla- how much of a classic monster film this is.
3: That, I think that's the way to describe it, though. That, that's it is what it is, right? This is a 1950s B movie monster film. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes, right? It would be like a double oh, feature. It's blessedly I short. So good. Yeah, th- this was the perfect length. So this was double because it did double feature. And Jamie, yeah. you might have the other movie I that do, it goes yes. with. Yes, I do. Not going to spoil it.
2: I won't spoil it, but uh, yeah, I could even have gone shorter. To be honest with you. In fact, if anything, if we could find a movie that's only 20 minutes long, I'd be quite happy with that.
3: <laughs> I think they call it a show.
2: A TV ah, episode. TV show, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Half hour sitcom on a, on a submarine. <laughs> million dollar idea.
3: That is a million dollar idea. Maybe a
2: billion dollar idea. Well, what's the name of it? What's that perfect sitcom-y name? Um, Subs Company? See, that seems like a little, like it seems like you're borrowing a little bit from another show. I am. So I'm not sure we, it would fly necessarily.
0: The Big Bang Sub <laughs>
2: theory.
0: Not the Big Bang Sub. Just <laughs> Not
3: going to work gold for gold multiple subs. reasons.
2: <laughs> um,
0: what about
3: two and a half subs? It's never sunny in a sub.
2: All of these things like seem that. like they're, we could maybe go back sub to felt. the drawing board. The substance. See?
1: Still creativity. <laughs> I think we're lacking a little bit here. I love, um, I love how we're talking over jamie with really <laughs> really lame titles
2: <laughs> i don't even know what it would be though it'd be it would be like um i think you'd almost have to go like down periscope is a good name for a yeah. submarine uh sitcom but it's already a name of a movie and i feel like it's happened a couple times a periscope was an action film but there's another one going going uh down below or something like that
0: what about like Going Under with go, Bill Pullman? Yeah, Going or Under, that's the one
2: I was thinking of. Going Under is another name that you could see being a sitcom, but is in fact a name of a movie.
0: Maybe like
3: Trouble Trouble Down Below or something like that.
2: Troubled Waters. <laughs> yeah.
3: Next week on Troubled Waters. <laughs> you'll never believe what the cast gets in. Two right. broke subs. Oh my gosh.
2: Nice. Good. There we go. That's yeah, good. I, feel like, I feel like we're already at Smash Cut time. <laughs>
0: Big trouble and little sub. <laughs> Two guys, a girl,
2: and a sub place. Oh, my God. I can't believe that was the actual title of a show. <laughs> um, all right. So what about sh- Tub-Sub? Tub-Sub? Is that one that where the submarine is a bathtub?
1: Uh, I sure, want, yeah. I want, yeah. That one kind of gives me a... PTSD? Yeah, a little bit. I know, yep, I
2: know why. It was meant to. I know it was why. meant to. Oh, I'm actually understanding it now, too. There you go. And now Proference. we're all thinking of it. Um, all right. <laughs> it came from beneath the sea starring our favorite actors. Everyone knows. Um, but no, this is a B-movie, so really not too many people who are super well-known, is in it? <laughs> are Kenneth, you going to list them off, or are you just
0: going to go with
2: that? I know. I'm going to keep on talking. No, uh, Kenneth Toby, uh, let, plays let, Commander
1: Pete Matthews. Wait, you let, want someone else to do Let Kyle pronounce the next one. Okay. The, the no, I can't wait.
0: I do not have it in front of me, so hold on. I do apologize. You're going to have to... So, right.
2: Donald Curtis, he played okay. John Carter. I know, Kyle, you're going to struggle with the pronunciations of, of those names. Donald Curtis. <laughs> yep, John Carter. Tough.
0: Now, it, this is interesting, right? Because they brought John Carter's character back in a space sci fi film where he is actually an
1: action star. Right. Am, like, biggest John movie, Carter movie of bust Mars. of all time. Is this still Ta- the biggest movie Taylor movie, movie bust? I, I think so. I saw that in
2: theaters. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel like All I it. Right. Like really well.
1: All right. Take, no take a inside. crack at her. Are you talking I don't about,
0: you talk about the leading lady here? Yeah, take yeah. a crack
1: at that female lead. Faith. Dormergoo. Yeah. That's probably pretty good. Dormergoo? That's it. Dormergoo? Dang.
2: Demargoo? Is that how it is? I don't know.
1: Uh, but she played Professor I would Professor have guessed, like Demargoo or something like that. DeMargue. No, guys,
3: guys, guys. The D is silent. It's omerger
2: Oh, oh, aubergine oh, okay. like a like an <laughs> eggplant or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All We've
0: right. We've been going for like over ten minutes. We haven't even done anything. I don't know what's going on all right now. But it's oh, it's directed, it all right. it's directed by it.
2: someone. I mean, one one important name associated with this that will give an image directly into people's minds is Ray uh, Harryhausen. Did Damn. the animations for this, and he is very famous, very influential. Uh, stop motion animation. Um, guy, a special effects guy who kind of didn't get his due when he was actually in doing the movies but after his you know retirement and stuff like that has got won numerous awards and kind of like lifetime achievement stuff and you know many major filmmakers and actors and stuff have talked about the influence of his films on them due to like him bringing these kind of crazy images and special effects to life and um through his special effects
3: he definitely has that legacy now. Like, it's yeah. it's remarkable. And you look up some of these pictures and stuff, it's just crazy what they were doing 60, 70 years
0: ago. <laughs> yeah. So, shall we get into it? Yes. All right. Cal, I think we Cal, should. And take it away. All right. So, I'm just going to start off with a sound clip. And this is exactly what's going on.
1: From our beginnings on a Navy drawing board, through the months of secret field experiments out in the Western desert... Then, through the desperate search for new metals with property she needed, she was designed to be man's greatest weapon of the seas the atom-powered submarine. Her engines were to be a miracle of speed and power. Her sides strong enough to withstand any blow, her armament and firepower of greater force than the worst enemy she might encounter. The mind of man had thought of everything, except that which was beyond his comprehension. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh my Jesus God. Christ!
3: I'm going to go you, out on a limb and say that might be one of the best openings
2: to a movie featuring
3: a submarine we've seen yet.
2: Yeah, I'm. I am. I, I'm not even half masked over here. Like I got captain. I'm. I'm a cap. You may as well salute me because I'm a captain over here. If You know oh, what I mean? Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's it's happening.
0: It's out of control. Oof. So. Gotta I yeah, got have this cold brand water. What's spanking going on? <laughs> new awesome weapon ready to got cold water? What? <laughs> gotta hose me down. Does that work? Uh
2: I think that's well, that's what they say. You're
3: supposed to do that with dogs, right? When they're humping, you just spray them with cold water. What? You've not heard of that. Come on. That's a thing.
0: That's a thing?
3: Like all oh, the dogs are at it again. Get the hose, right? They say that in stuff. <laughs> And you spray them <laughs> with cold water. I'm not making this up.
0: No,
1: he's not.
3: Thanks, Ben. Yeah, right. This is this is. If you're listening right now, debate this on our Reddit. Right? That's subreddit Mackie Studios. Join the discussion.
0: If two dogs are going at it to break it up, do you spray them with cold water? This is what's going to our subreddit's going to turn into. Yeah, <laughs> th- these kinds of things. Interesting. I mean, that's fine. Talk about! I want to know. Make a thread for it. You have to talk about it somewhere.
2: All right. Well, anyways, we're again what fifteen minutes in and haven't said anything. But the (laughs) submarine. We got a really good
0: question poised to our listeners, right?
2: But this okay. So so we're talking about submarines. All about submarines. We're loving submarines. Atomic age submarines. And we're on a submarine immediately. It's out doing maneuvers in the Pacific Ocean. We got our commander Pete Matthews. He's looking hot in his Navy Browns or whatever. Uh, and he's got like a X his XO who's kind of like a nerd alert, like whatever. And they're kind of hanging out and they're having a grand old time, just uh, being on the sea. And then all of a sudden, uh Oh, what's that on the sonar? They start seeing an object there and it's pretty crazy looking. It's huge. It's coming fast at them. And they're like, what is this? It must be a mistake. But the sonar guy's like, uh, no mistake. That's for real. And they're like, whoa. And all of a sudden this giant thing comes and just, like, stops them in their tracks. Like, they're trying to go backwards, forwards, and they're stuck. And so – and they're also getting, like, pings on the Geiger counter. Like, it's super radio- radioactive. So, they're, like – everyone's worried. Things are going well, at crazy. Well, first, they think
0: because this is a nuclear submarine, they're like, oh, my God. Like, the reactor is, like, leaking radiation. Right. We're all going to die in the – Tech is like, eh, that's not coming from me, man. That's uh, that's coming from outside this gosh darn sub. Right, and then like another person's like, I just got married. I can't be have radioactive radioactive stuff around me. I want to have babies, and they're like, uh, don't worry about it, bro. But don't worry. In the end credits, they do say he was never able to have children after the radio <laughs> Yeah, the rest, rest assured, from, yeah. <laughs> and so then they're
2: they're kind of like doing a whole bunch of stuff, trying to free themselves. Um, from the uh from the whatever they're caught on and eventually they do it they just kind of do something where they are able to uh, get free and rise back up to the uh, surface and when they send some people out to check on it they're like "Uh, be careful about the radiation and the people come back and they're like yeah there's like a giant barrel or something but it looks like it's tissue like caught up in our uh propeller we're not going to be able to do much with that anymore. And we can't free it because it's crazy radioactive. And so the captain's like, okay, call it in. We're heading back to Pearl Harbor because something just happened and we got to take care of business right now.
3: Now I need to interject here and say the picture of them showing the sub back at Pearl Harbor. I loved it. You guys remember that? It was like all nice and vibrant and orange. Looked beautiful. No, I don't. You guys don't remember that? I don't. I don't either at all. I paused the movie to embrace the beauty that was that scene. Transition. Hmm. And it directly affected my final score
2: of the movie. Wow. yeah,
3: Yeah, Really? Yep.
2: Uh, So anyways, (laughs) they have this giant thing and they they basically don't know what to do with it. It looks like tissue. They don't know what's going on. So they call in a couple of experts. They got John Carter from Harvard and he's like the man. And then they also have – This lady, Leslie Joyce, Professor Leslie Joyce, and she's there as well. And she's kind of like an up and comer. She's like kind of hot stuff in multiple ways. And they're all looking at this thing and they're like, we don't know what this is. And I just want to, I do want to interject here just a little bit from the point of view of um, a scientist who works in a field that involves. Uh, organisms of sorts i don't want to go into too many details but it's it's actually pretty funny just how easily this would have been solved nowadays (laughs) like it would have been like basically you know 24 hours later i would have been like it's an octopus
3: I was gonna say, they spent two weeks, I think, on it, right? <laughs> yeah, they, t- they
2: spent forever. And then, and just imagining all the different tests and stuff they had to do back then before they really were able to do intensive, like, genomic testing on this kind of stuff. And before they had any reference genomes for any organisms. Uh, it is kind of amazing to think, like, they were probably taking tissue samples, comparing tissue samples to known tissue samples, like, all kinds of stuff, and, and getting kind of characteristics of what they were looking at to eventually be like, aha! Because, yeah, they spend this whole long t- lot, lot of time, and Leslie Joyce in particular is kind of like – she's really proven herself. Everyone's like, this lady is not just looks. Like, she's banging, obviously. And this, the submarine captain's like, I'm into it. I'm really into it, actually. I'm, I'm insisting you stick around. That's kind of what he's saying. Well,
0: didn't he at first try to get her kicked out of here? She, isn't, I, like, isn't there somebody better we can get on this? Well, no, I think, I think he was just, just skeptical because he looked over and
2: she's like so beautiful. And he's like, come on. And the, and John Carter's like, uh, you don't understand. She's the best. And then when he goes talk, like the sparks are flying, the chemistry is really there. And then he's like, stick around. Like we insist that you stay. The Navy insists that you stay. And, well,
1: our beginnings on a Navy draw. Nice. Uh, yes. and
2: they, and, and and all of this is also, like, kind of funny just from the point of view of, like, um, I don't say feminism, like, uh, w- woman, like, just a depiction of women in movies and stuff like that because they just have to keep on hammering home that she's, like, a different breed of woman. Oh, you don't know this breed of woman. She's, like, taking oh, many things in her own hands. And you're, like, cool. Leslie Joyce. And so, yeah, she sticks around. She kind of, like, makes the final conclusion. And they're like, drum roll please. Brrr, it is an octopus. Just a really giant, though. And yeah, everyone's and like. They
0: they make sure to bring in all these big wigs from the Navy. And everybody's like, you've been working two weeks to tell us it's a giant octopus? Yeah. But they explain. They go into pretty intense
2: details. They're like, no, no, no. You don't understand. The hydrogen bomb. And they're like, well, everyone's blaming the hydrogen bomb for everything. Godzilla's. Scylla's, other illas, all kinds of illas. And now you're blaming this, yeah, you're blaming this octopus on us too. Like, get out of here. But they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. We bomb this island. It makes like this octopus who lives in this big old trench totally radioactive. Fish can smell it a mile away. And they're like, you're not eating us because you're like a radioactive piece of shit. And the octopus (laughs) is like, god damn it. So it has to swim out of its trench and start eating things <laughs> that can't sense that it's <laughs> radioactive. It's all very scientific. Don't even worry about it. It is. And that includes attacking submarines, seals, obviously, big old mammals that it wants to eat, like a like toss them into a mouth, like a popcorn Aww. or something.
0: They're like, no, mm. oh. <laughs> A penguin, Good one. Zach. Yeah, hey. exactly. Like yeah. it's nothing. <laughs> hey, hey, watch that penguin talk. Right. Yeah, dude. I love you. Penguins. Didn't see that? It's in the deleted scene where he's choking out a penguin with tentacle. Man. <laughs> it's
2: crazy stuff. So, but so they
0: were also showing this in the, not the penguins, but they were showing the radioactivity in the testing. Like an lab example, yeah. Their, they had an octopus, yeah, and they're there. like, "Look, this octopus." Would normally just snag all these fish, but it looked really lackadaisical, like it easily could have grabbed any of those fish.
2: Well, that's the, but that was the point. That was the point, Kyle. Kyle, it's science.
0: The octopus
2: (laughs) was radioactive, so the fish were able to avoid it. That was the point.
0: They weren't moving fast. He wasn't moving fast. But they were
2: able to avoid it. That was the
0: point. I know.
3: Kyle, there's this class in high school that kids take that's called just science class. You learn this stuff then.
0: Right. Seriously. That's where I learned all of it. And
2: so anyways, the Navy's like, check my report card. <laughs> the Navy's like, cool bros. And it's like, uh, where'd you get these jokesters? Get them out of here. So like, okay, we put your papers in, you know, John Carter from Mars and Leslie Joyce, like get out of here. And, but, but also the submarine captain who's like, um, Professor Joyce, like I kind of want to take you on a date. It's like, okay, I'll send you off on a, um, with like a big dinner or whatever. Even though there's like a little bit of, there is like a little bit of. Uh, I can't tell if it's sexual chemistry or if it's supposed to be like mentor mentee energy between them. But like Leslie and John Carter are talking about a trip they're going to take to Egypt to settle a, settle a certain scientific dispute and blah blah blah. And so it seems like they're destined to be together. And the submarine captain's kind of like disappointed in that prospect. Like, ah, uh, I guess I'm just not like good enough for this science lady who's like super smart. Needs like John Carter from Harvard over there, like nerd alert with his glasses, now Jamie, um, to fulfill him.
3: I have to interject here. What's that? Did you get a feel of Mister Limpet kind of here? That little triangle, weird thing they had going on.
0: No. Oh man. So now
3: I did. Sorry, sorry. Yes. (laughs)
0: Because Carter was just like, you know what, man? I'd rather be swimming around. I'd rather be a fish. See, I thought at the end of this movie, he would turn into a fish. That's a yeah. good point because I think John
2: Carter probably would have preferred to be a fish. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? When he was looking at that octopus, there was a little <laughs> twinkle in his eye. Yeah. A little something something. Yeah. Oh, he was into it.
3: You know, <laughs> he walked in there and this was playing.
2: <laughs> when he's looking wow. at the octopus. So anyways, they so they go out to dinner and it's just Professor Joyce and John Carter for a little bit. And – she seems pretty disappointed. Like, the submarine captain didn't even show up. That's lame. And I, it's nothing more than that. I just find it lame, whatever. And John Carter's like, okay, put, take your mind off of it. Let's go dance. And she's like, no, thank you. All of a sudden the submarine captain shows up and he's like, let's go dance. And she's like, you can't tell me what to do. And he's like, what is this new breed of women? My God. And John <laughs> Cutter's like, come on, deal with it. Like, just figure out what she wants to eat. Don't just order a T-bone steak. Like, that's ridiculous. Come on. She's like, I want a lobster. Like, and John Carter's like, obviously, come on. And now, can you
0: imagine yeah. any time I, if I ever went out to dinner with my wife and I just was like, you're going to eat this. She'd be like, the hell I am. Yeah, especially like, what, like a T-bone steak. I'd be I like, think it's,
2: <laughs> you're having a yeah. T-bone steak tonight. She'd be I like, think it,
3: what? I think <laughs> it's one. funny that mentality of like some guys would order food for others. Is that really funny? Of It's episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when Dennis does that. Did you guys, did you guys ever see that one?
2: Probably. <gasps> when he's I ordering so, food, yeah. but
3: that's when they have, um, oh, Ben, what's his name? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Psycho Pete. No, it's not Psycho Pete. It's, um, Schmitty. Schmitty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schmitty's there. And he's like, no, you guys aren't. He's like, you're not ordering what I want. <laughs> Off topic. Keep going. That no, was off okay. topic.
1: My, um, my grandfather um, always used to order uh food for my grandma. I think my grandma would at least pick what she wanted, but my grandfather would be the one to order it.
2: Uh well, that's good. That's nice. But he was just like, you're getting a T-bone steak. And she's like, hell no. And he's like, well, do you like lobster? And she's like, yeah, obviously. Everyone loves lobster. Come on, unless you're allergic to it. Um. And so then, anyways, they go out to dance and they go out on the balcony. And Kyle, did you pull this clip for me? Oh, I got the clip right. Oh, yeah, here. play the clip.
4: so balmy here is
1: it always like this yes <laughs> don't
4: you miss the rain no i like the winter and the snow
2: snow's cold my god That is crazy. Love. He basically (laughs) says, he says, yes, no, and then snow is cold. Those are his lines. This is how he's wooing a woman with his sharp intellect. (laughs) Come on. And it works. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then they they smooch and they smooch hard. And she's pretty smitten, but I think also like a little scared because of the feeling she's having. And also she's like a career woman who's like kind of rocketing up. Like she's like really the top of the field and she's busy. Like she's got books to write. She's got – uh, funding to secure for her institution, like all kinds of stuff. She's a hot shot, and can't have the submarine captain coming in and like ruining everything with love and babies. Gotta And so they head back in, and they're like, "Okay, well, time to jet off to Egypt with uh, John Carter over here." But all of a sudden, the Navy shows up, and they're like, "Change of plans," because we get a little cutscene where we see a fishing boat. Oh no! Was that a fishing boat? It was like a some boat get totally owned by the octopus, and they kind of at the oh, last minute absolutely they, they destroyed. Yeah, they call it in. They're like, "This is our position. We're getting attacked." Blah blah blah. And there's like a uh, uh, some of the, the they're able to find and rescue some of the people who are on the boat. And so the Navy's kind of saying, "Like, we'll get some ideas from the survivors once we find them, but you got to stick around because we don't know what this necessarily means. Your leave's been canceled." And the, they get some of the survivors in and the survivor, one of the survivors starts saying immediately, like, uh, it was a giant octopus and they're like, you're crazy, man.
0: All right. He does not say that this scene is so weird. Cause he's like, oh, it's the doctor who's examined him has a stethoscope and it's got like the little parts you put in your ears. Oh, right, like, sure. this, this thing, this thing, it, it was, uh, it was like that. And he points at the stethoscope and he's like, like this. He's like, yes, just like that. And I was like, no, what? If you're, you're going to tell me you are on a boat, you don't know what an octopus is,
1: get right. out of here. But then he doesn't he admit it was a giant octopus in the very next scene?
0: Yeah, he does. Because then then she's – so
2: they're like, we can't get him to say anything. I'm sorry. We, we don't have definitive proof. And she, Leslie uh, is like – Let me sex know, this up. Yeah, give me a second. And she takes off her jacket, revealing totally bare arms. My God. And she walks into that room <laughs> and is like, check out my arms. Um Have you ever seen you these, these before? Yeah. And she's like, so these, and arms. I've seen some crazy things beyond my bare arms. Look have you at ever them. Seen they, any? they have
1: like chicken goosebumps on them.
2: Yeah. Have you seen any crazy mm. things lately? And he's like, so amazed by her sex appeal at this point. And she's like, He's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to impress you right now with a little story about a fucking giant octopus. And he's, she's turned on like the listening device and all, the whole Navy's like, shit. Now we got to,
0: I mean, obviously, it's real. It's monster. <laughs> at first they admitted this dude to like the psych ward. Yeah. And then everybody else was like, yeah, we didn't see anything on that because we don't want to get admitted. And right. so then they, they just get him to say what he said again. And now Navy is just full on, this is real. Yeah. We've got it. They're like, okay, four
2: possible leads. One, Australian swimmers. And they're like, sharks, get out of here. At well, first, even they cut
0: up. over just to, after he says it, they're like, yep, this is real. They just cut over to depth charging scenes. I was like, hell yeah. Let's oh, yeah. They're, get trying that they're damn just thing. like
2: depth charging random parts of the ocean at this point. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not it's that a, big.
2: Come on. So, yeah, just the Pacific yeah, Ocean. We can find it. Yeah. So they, uh, they're like, okay, we got some leads. Australia. Feel like sharks, no big deal. Not it. And then, what was the one that he went after? Siberia, something or other. There was something where where John Carter was like, "I'll take that one." But Leslie's got like a little idea. He's like, "That's weird." Off the Oregon coast, there is. Uh, they said that fishermen are complaining about like really bad uh, yield on of, of fish. I'm, I'm interested in that. And they're like, would we really, really even send you out there? That's like a terrible lead. Like, why would you do that? And all of a sudden they get a telegram, you know, a sheriff's wife or something like that was killed by a, uh, you know, by disappearing off the coast or whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, never mind. Let's put it to the top. You're going. And the submarine captain's like, uh, I'm going too. And, you know, I think we were all thinking the same thing. We're like, whoa, first vacation as a couple, that's like a pretty big deal. That's like make or break it right was. there. It was.
0: Because at first, they weren't even really doing anything. They just went down to the beach and were like, he was spear fishing yeah, and they were all just getting hot on each other, smoochy, smoochy. Oh my God, lots of, of smooch,
2: so much smooching. And she's kind of like, oh, is this dream gonna, ever going to end of us hunting a giant octopus together? Like, oh boy, like we'll eventually have to go back to the real world. Like, I, I, I just can't even think about my institution that I've left in lurch. And he's like, give me another spooch. And she's like, oh boy just like that yeah but then just like that yeah but then because they, they saw also an imprint of a like a sucker from a tentacle and so that even John Carter's like forget my part of it this is clearly where things are happening so he arrives and the this the sheriff is like you guys are crazy snee snakes big old like octopus add some nuts whatever and he's like walks around a dune and all of a sudden the octopus is there and totally munches on him and so he, they scream And they're like, whoa, it is here. It's time to, like, get into action.
0: (laughs) To run away. They just leave.
2: Right. And so now they kind of have an idea of where things are. So then they're like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to, like, you know, mine off the coast or whatever. We're going to try to drive it towards San Francisco where we're going to head up our um, headquarters. We're going to make the headquarters there. And we're going to, like – electrify the golden gate bridge we're going to set up a new torpedo system because they're like you can't take out this octopus with just like a couple shots you can't miss if you go after the king you best not miss and so like you got to shoot that torpedo directly in the octopus's brain and explode it or else it's over and everyone's like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And so they make like a special torpedo that's even jet propulsion. Cause they even demonstrate, they had a very scientific demonstration where they had like a balloon and they were like, this is the octopus. And the balloon like flew away. And they were like, see? And everyone's like, okay, yeah, we need like a jet propulsion torpedo.
0: Yeah, and they instantly also were able to manufacture some new type of harpoon torpedo as well. That's oh, so I a mean, drill. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. With
2: yeah, well, the front of it okay. is now is like a torpedo. It's like a harpoon. Because she was, yeah, no, she was talking to some way, old yeah. seamen. <laughs> she's like, I was talking to some old seamen and uh, and it made it a harpoon. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, scientists. Um, <laughs> obviously, science. And so they're all set up. They're like, okay, the submarine's going to go down. And Leslie's like, I'm going too. And the submarine captain's like, no, you're a woman. And she's like, I'm a new woman. And also, like, I can handle my shit. I'm good in a bad situation. You don't even know. Like, I'm good. And he's like, fine. Whatever. And so they all start doing their thing. Like, John Carter's up in a helicopter, like, searching around. They're like, searching the waters, trying to find, um, the octopus, where, while they're at the headquarters. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh shit, it's here. Cause it, it, it goes to the Golden Gate Bridge. And they're thinking, okay, we gotta like electrocute it with this Golden Gate Bridge. And they flip the switch. It only makes it angry. And things go awry at that point. So even John Carter has to run out there and is like, did you shut that goddamn bridge off? Like, wasn't it, do you, why it's still electrocuted? Like, come on. And they're like, no, we left it on. So he has to go out on the bridge and turn it off. Um, but he gets trapped out there and the submarine captain has to show how courageous he is and save him. So he's like super cool doing that. They're all like, okay, time to show our stuff. So the submarine captain's like, I got to do my duty. Little lady smooches his lady, goes in that submarine with John Carter And they go off for that final confrontation where they're going to totally own that octopus with that crazy torpedo they just invented. And the octopus is like climbing all up in San Francisco and they're like, we got to get back in the ocean. It's like climbing out of the ocean. How are we going to use a torpedo if it's out of the ocean? And so they're like, get the flame flowers. And this is a really (laughs) – a pretty cool scene. Of them, Little, yeah.
0: This is pretty intense, man. I didn't think that the flamethrowers were going to work. This
2: was awesome. Or how? How? Yeah. Cr- I didn't even know. Like I was like, oh, flamethrowers, whatever. When there's did new flamethrowers, I'm like, okay, I can see why people are really interested in flamethrowers and why it's like part of uh, pop culture and
0: stuff like that. Because those flamethrowers were epic, awesome. Yeah, they were. Did all right. Total side note. Did you see um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Mm-mm. Oh, not yet. Was there a flamethrower it. in that? Oh, the flamethrower in that—it's so funny. Don't spoil it. not
2: Is it is it on. is it as huge? Like that flame went so far with these. I was like, "That's that seems crazy dangerous." But well, they seem to have no problem, like shooting this giant flame a million
0: Zach, feet the away. The part I'm talking about, Zach, is the the training. Remember that? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. He's like, "Ah, oh. yeah." He's like, "Ah, oh, is there? It's too hot.
3: Is there any way to cool it down, the guys?" Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, a flamethrower. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a funny scene. In well, journey. anyways, these flamethrowers were great. And then they
2: drive the octopus back into the ocean. And so they're able to shoot the torpedo into the octopus. But basically, in its like rage, it grabs the submarine. And they're like, okay, what do we do? And the captain's like, well, we explode the torpedo. If we can't get out of its clutches, we just explode the torpedo and die. And everyone's like, not ideal. What is another plan that we could do? before killing ourselves and he's like i'm gonna go out there myself i reserve it that's my duty i'm gonna go out there which also is is not true like the captain i don't think he would be the one that goes out because his duty is to captain the submarine um but uh i don't think um someone correct me but um anyways he goes out in his swim gear and he like has like a some plastic explosive and he like explodes the tentacle of the octopus but it doesn't do, it doesn't really do the job. The submarine's still trapped and he's like stunned. I couldn't even believe he's still, he's like still alive because he like, he's stunned and still breathing through his apparatus and like whatever. So John Carter's like, I'm up next. And everyone's like, that's weird. You're like a scientist. Why are you going to be the one going out of an escape hatch? But we just have to trust that he's also a scuba diving expert or something, even though he's a Harvard nerd alert. And so he like jumps out of the submarine. He goes over. Oh, and he explains like, I know the weak spot yeah. of the, of the octopus. And they're like, okay, I don't know the weak spot of the octopus. Like, I would have guessed. Like, what would you guys have guessed if you thought weak spot?
1: Like, maybe around the mouth area? Probably mm-hmm. the eyeball. See, good guess
2: because that turns out to be true. I would have guessed the um, testicles. because oh. like, like, I don't know if you knew this, but the, the uh, octopus testicles are actually uh, – each of those suckers are, are a testicle. So he has many, many testicles all over his arms.
3: Well, the eyes – have been said to be the groin of the face by some
2: that's a good point so anyways he goes over and for a second he like checks on the <laughs> in my mind he goes over and checks on the captain he's just to make sure he's alive he's like stunned on the bottom of the ocean and it almost wanted to be like oh that yeah he knows the uh softest part of the most vulnerable spot of the captain too and just like punches him in the dick while he's like <laughs> stunned on the bottom of the ocean <laughs> yeah, it's like no yeah, i met yeah. the who yeah he,
0: who you think's uh Bang, uh, Get, yeah, he's getting lucky now. lady now, huh?
2: Yeah. Uh, but anyways, he goes up to the octopus, straight to the eyeball. And I'm like, well, that seemed obvious. You didn't need to be like a marine biologist to be like, maybe <laughs> I shoot it into an eyeball. But he shoots the octopus directly in the eyeball. The octopus is like, ew, And like, even like, it, like rubs his eyes with some of those tentacles. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, Jamie, Jamie, make that sound again. Ew, Sounds like a shy guy. Wow. Well, and so, <laughs> uh, he's like, ew my eyeball. Um... And then he lets go of the submarine. So the submarine's able to like move away. They're like, we can't save the captain. The other guy, hopefully, they get away. So they scoot away and they push the button and totally explode that octopus. And they're like, guess they're dead, but we should probably check and see if they're around. They're like, yeah, we can't see them. Then all of a sudden, like, oh, actually, there they are. And they're just like swimming around. They get them back on the submarine. Everyone gets all together. They're like celebrating, like they're heroes, but no one really knows that they're heroes. And the submarine, they're like, okay, we got to head off to Egypt now. And the submarine captain's like, but I want to, like, what about a family? What about kids? What about all this stuff? And she's like, I'm an independent woman. I got to, like, deal with my university. And if you want to collaborate in a book, if you know what I mean, come along and we can do that. But that's how our relationship's going to be, baby. And so, yeah, I think they're, they're going to get married and they're going to be like a power couple, like a crazy power couple. The end. Wow. Wow. There that's it is. It. And that's the story of Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton <laughs> and how they met.
3: Spectacular mm-hmm. summary there. That was the wrong sound
2: effect. Oh, no, that was, that was for my Clinton joke at the end, probably.
3: You're like, oh, no, leave them out of this. <laughs> yeah, that was not what I meant to. But here, here's because the movie was released in what year?
2: 1955.
3: 1955. Here's some 50s jams for all you listeners out there.
2: Nice. It's a good 50s jam. 50s. All right. Um, 50s jams. So who wants to go first on doing a little rating?
3: I got it. I never go first. Do it. All right. I got Alex's first.
1: Clutch. (laughs) So... So you As will you know, continue to not go first.
3: You're right. Oh, man. I just set myself up. Um, so the gruesome, the gruesome gave this movie a 7.5. And he said the credits really wrapped the whole story together. So.
2: Hmm. I think that's actually not inaccurate.
3: That's gruesome.
1: Okay. What about I'm i Very thorough.
3: All right, here we go, gang. The Zach review. Zach review. Was this movie good? Did Zach enjoy it? Will you enjoy it? Listeners, how will Zach's review go? What will we learn? What exactly is he doing talking so much? Well, listeners, Zach's review starts now.
1: Hit it. It's Zach's review. Boom. Loving it.
3: I think this movie was solid honestly the plot is i think the plot's concise it's its your typical like monster movie plot uh I, I liked the inclusion of the narrator you know i think it really added like that like that substance that layer of substance to it i, I like those scenes i like the pacing in the scenes i think the transitions were fun because you would see them talking. And then Kyle, I think you mentioned this. It would switch to the transition, which was just like a jet taking off or the ship in the ocean and, and and the the explosives are just blowing up. And then you get those sweet sunset views. And I'm like, these are good transitions. I loved as a good monster movie should do like the slow stride to revealing the creature. Right. And I thought the stop motion animation was phenomenal. It was, I've, I, you know, the octopus legitimately looks really good even to this day. I think it looks really good for what it was. Um, the ending was something you would see in a Mega Monster movie today. It's just obviously different budget and technology wise. And uh, did I mention the submarine saved the day? So, mm-hmm. what else can you ask for here, guys?
2: It was truly a submarine sandwich. If you think it, about it? It
3: truly was. So, in review, was it good? Yes. Did Zach enjoy it? Yes. Will you enjoy it? Maybe. How will Zack's review go? You tell me. What did we learn? Not much. But why did it take so long? Well, you kept listening, didn't you? But overall, (laughs) this movie knowing, you know, you view this movie knowing what it is and the time period it represents. And uh, with the decent amount of submarine action that was included and the fact that they saved the day. Great movie. Good movie. Loved it. I'm going to give it a solid seven.
2: All right. Wow. I can jump in here. I I actually want to jump in here. Um, I think this movie was very fun to watch. I think the acting is quite wooden, but I don't think that's uh, unexpected from a B movie. I thought – um, most of the acting was kind of like cheesy in that fun monster movie way. I'm not like a huge monster movie fan, but this made me want to watch more of them because there is something pl- pleasant about the very concise story and how they kind of move through it. And as you say, like chunks of this pretty predictable narration with like little transitions between them and kind of added in, sprinkled in there um, as a like a little bonus is this um, creature uh, special effects that I think puts this kind of a little bit above um, maybe the standard fare, just because it is uh, one of those um, Harryhausen uh, pictures in the end. Um, I did find things amusing about that, which is always good. It is good to have ones where you're, you know, there is maybe some intentional, unintentional comedy uh, aspects of it. So overall, I enjoyed my time. Um, I wouldn't say it's like a great movie or a perfect movie or anything like that, but I was going to come in. With, uh, see, I was going to say five and a half, but now I'm thinking maybe even a little higher, maybe a six. Boom.
0: Dang. Yeah.
1: Wow. Ben,
0: you want to go next? Well deserved.
1: Sure, calling me Ben over here. Uh, no, I
0: don't really do it. That's usually reserved for Zach. I've
1: what got, does that, got mean? that tracked somewhere every time you've called me Ben on the podcast. It's only like six times, but. Uh, with, it came from beneath the sea. I'll, uh, I I might be coming in the lowest on this. Uh, I'm definitely coming in lower than the scores I've heard so far. Um, I wasn't a a fan of this one. Uh, I didn't like the, the narration. It kind of seemed to take me out of the film. Um, that submer or the, the suspension of disbelief it, it kind of keeps pulling you out. Oh, like oh yeah, of course this is a this is a movie. Not that I was going to get that enraptured by it anyway, but I don't know if it was just like having uh, on the beach so uh, uh, on the mind recent here uh, with uh, that film being in 1959 and what they were able to do uh, to play with the audience's emotions and the storytelling that they they were uh, they were able to do in that film. Um, compared to this this was just so sterile I felt like they just kind of set up this battle against the octopus and that's really all the movie was like I think everything else is going to be very forgettable Uh, even like a week or two from now it'll be hard to like keep all of this kind of fresh in my head of of what I had watched I think this is going to be one I'm going to forget Uh, the the romance was so cringy and I think wooden's a good term it was great Jamie I I, I don't (laughs) I disagree. No, great and uh, in
2: and and how bad and wooden it was. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, the, the wooden, wooden is a great term. I I, I feel like the, the acting was was very stiff and and boring and I don't know. This one just didn't have anything going for it. Uh, by the end of it, um, it was fortunately short. Um, but I mean, all all I felt like it presented was the stop motion animation, which is you know always interesting to watch. I've never really been a big fan of it, but. I mean, that was the tools that they had at their disposal. And I mean, they they were able to accomplish a lot with that. There was some classic, you know, submarine content and action, which is where I do feel inclined to give it some points. Uh, but, but ultimately, this is one of the, uh, least enjoyable experiences I've had, uh, watching a submersion film. I'm going to give this a four.
2: Okay. And I, I just want to jump in just to say, like, I think, I don't think this is, I don't think you see really competing scores in the end. I think, like, a six or a seven by me and Zach. And then your four is reflective of the type of movie we're talking about. Like, I think your four is nicely reflective of the actual quality of the film. Like it is a B movie. It's acting is not good. <laughs> it's not like the story is sophisticated or interesting. Like, I mean, it is what it is in the end. Um But it is representative of something that existed, which was these B movies, double features, monster movies, something mm-hmm. that I hadn't really experienced before. And I do think, um, it can be fun if you're in the right mood for it. It can be fun to do it. It's very quick. You're not going to throw a curveball at you when it comes to <laughs> the plot or the, um, you know, the love story or anything like that. It's going to be pretty straightforward. Sure. Uh, but if you're in the mood for it and you want to see a giant octopus, you know, whatever, I actually, I did think this was, um, kind of fun in that way. But yeah, I could, I could definitely see the four. I think that's where when I first started and the acting was so bad, I was like, this is going to be a four. But then it rose a little bit as I watched it.
1: Yeah, and I guess my only counter would be uh, there's just so many uh, stop-motion movies once you start to sure. dig into it. Um, and there's a lot that are even ocean-related. It's a popular place for creatures to emerge from, apparently. But uh, this obviously is one that had a submarine. Uh, so there's a lot that we'll never get around to watching. So I'd be hard-pressed to believe that this is kind of in the upper echelon of yeah. creature features.
2: No, even something like King Kong has, has a lot of stop motion in it, the original King Kong. And it's pretty amazing. And that was back in the 30s. And then mm-hmm. even the Harryhausen films. I mean, I think if you were going to pick one, it probably end up being one of the Sinbad films that he did. That's kind of representing mm. like the pinnacle oh, yeah. of his career. Uh, so this, I mean, this is hardly that. I mean, you, even from the scope of like what he did, this is really just mm-hmm. an octopus. So it's not the same as when he's made a lot of creatures uh, for different movies. All right. Yeah. All right. And I'll that's it. That's
0: all, the, that's all the reviews yeah, we right. have. Yeah, right. So I was nervous because I thought I was going to be the only person who didn't enjoy this movie. Uh, you guys say it was short. This was like it the longest short. hour 20 minutes of my life. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I could not get into it. The acting was not good. Stop motion, like you guys had mentioned, was impressive for the time. But, I mean, I just kept thinking, I mean, not that long ago, I watched Gojira, the original Godzilla, hmm. made a year earlier than this film, infinitely better. Well, that, Even and actually, in black that,
2: and white. That's something that I will say that I remember from King Kong versus Godzilla, which was, that I feel like if you watch the original Japanese, you have this movie that's actually really good. Then you watch what America yep. did with it, and they almost turned it into a B movie, and they basically made it like shit because they added on all these like weird um, news news casts and stuff like that. They just kind of like ruined the movie by being like, "We got to Americanize this up," and this felt a little bit. You could you could definitely feel that in this.
0: Oh, you got it with the narrator. It's kind of yeah, like how yeah. when like you mentioned in. Uh Godzilla King Kong. Oh, that was in the sixties, but you know, they had that whole UN thing, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. get real fired up about. Everybody loves that. We know that from Deep Shock that we're really big into the UN. No, that, was, so, that last
2: that lasted for like decades of them being like, oh, yeah. looking UN, it's right?
0: Like, <laughs> what the hell? So acting, not great. There's a ton of the green screen use, which is fine for like Some nostalgic factor, I guess. I don't know. You get some of those scenes. But all in all, I could not get into this for whatever reason. That whole scene where the guy was describing the octopus and he just kept pointing to the stethoscope, I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is dragging on so long. I just kept looking at the time, and I was like, this is moving so slow for me. Not a movie for me. I love monster movies, but... I was also thinking there's a lot that's ripped off of Godzilla here. And I mean, it's got to do with the times and the nuclear bombs being dropped on Japan. And people are like, Oh, let's start making these movies about the fallout. I'd say, go watch Gojira. Go ahead and skip this one. <sighs> now between this and deep shock, I'm like, which one would I rather watch again? It'll probably be Deep Shock. Wow. That's shocking. Really? Yeah. But I'm I'm going to give this the edge due to the time that it was made and the stop motion animation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat.
0: Yeah. I would watch Deep Shock Shock again
1: before I'd watch this, but I'll give this an award for its merits and better subcontent.
2: Yeah. One thing I did want to mention also is you mentioned Godzilla, but there's there's a lot also that seem to be reminiscent of the um, reboot, the whatever it was, 2014 or whatever reboot of Godzilla, like it, taking place in San Francisco and like Golden Gate Bridge and everyone trying to get out of San Francisco. I was sitting there being like, I feel like I just watched this, <laughs> like the rebooted Godzilla and like wait, and they're waking up monsters with like uh, who want to eat. Um, True. Radioactivity. Like, I was like, "Huh, interesting." But I guess that's that's because all these were all tied up in the same themes. Godzilla and monster movies in general
0: were all like nuclear um, themed. To- nuclear hungry beast. So, what was your exactly. rating, Kyle? Oh, I'm gonna come in, and then I'm like, "Man, would I watch Midway over this again?" Um, Midway's great. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> I'm gonna give this like a
2: 2.5. Wow! <gasps> yeah, get out of here, Kyle.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: I I, I, we used to we used to joke about putting Brahma in the torpedo tube. Let's open that
0: sucker up. <laughs> Put the yeah, captain yeah. in, dude. Let's get rid of this guy. Mm, just <laughs> you got a you got a mutiny soundboard over there. Mutiny. Um, yeah. Uh, That's mutinous. Sounds uh, yeah,
2: very good. <laughs> so, let's, are you ready for some love it or hate it? Let's do it. Hit it. Uh,
3: love it. Hate it. I'll let you decide which one's which. Number one Filming Location Trivia. This is by RN92251 from February 2005. Just a little bit of trivia. I was just a kid when this movie came out, and it was awful back then too. I recognize. <laughs> I rec- <laughs> I'm this guy already. I, I, I recognize the area where the sea was filmed. It was filmed at the Salton Sea near Riverside County in Southern California. The Salton Sea is nothing more than a barren wasteland. Where raw sewage from Mexico flows into the sea. The birds mm. that fly over the sea have been known to just fall out of the sky dead. <laughs> I- Wait, so
2: are, are you sure you have, aren't re- reading a review about the Salton Sea? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I kid you not. I have relatives that live down there, and they tell me that even the natives (laughs) stay away from the Salt Sea because it is so polluted. The community that lives near the sea is made up of mostly just squatters and homeless people. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Ex-cons and a lot of drug addicts.
2: I heard that the Sultan Sea. <laughs> C- he gives us okay. We get
1: it. He
3: gives us Salton Sea zero
2: stars.
1: Was that? No, this is my favorite. Okay, let him finish. I
3: heard that the Sultan Sea was at one time a thriving vacation spot for movie stars back in the 1940s. Hard to believe that now. One out of ten.
1: oh my god that was awesome that was literally nothing but the salt and sea <laughs> thank you rn
3: 92251
0: oh my goodness
3: where was that from 2005
0: okay oh, wow what if they clean that shit hole up yeah, <laughs> not?
3: gotta look it up discuss it discuss it oh boy Great classic film in 1955. This is by W.H. Pratt 1, July 2004. Greatly enjoyed viewing this film in the 1950s, and all the audiences were thrilled at seeing this sea monster tackle the Golden Gate Bridge and terrify all the people in San Francisco. This film cannot compare. To the films being made in 2000 however in 1955 it was a great b film and, and is presently and always will be a great classic kenneth toby who was a submarine captain body shot 93 gave an outstanding performance along with how do you pronounce it again faith damerkay
0: The house we just made it up, really, (laughs) Damirgui.
3: There we go. The House of Seven Corpses, seventy-four. Who was a beautiful young actress? It acted like a very strong-willed woman who was hard to charm off her feet. Unfortunately, Faith had a short career due to her struggle with cancer. This is truly a great classic film of the fifties. Enjoy. Ten out of ten.
0: I agree. But did they know? It was filmed at the Salton Sea? I don't <laughs> yeah, do that if guy they new. knew that,
2: they would have been like, get out of here. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's
0: Salton Sea, dude. Yes.
1: <laughs> Oof. It's kind There's of even a movie dilemma. just called
0: The Salton Sea, which <laughs> yeah. we might have to watch. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I'm interested now. So, what season
2: is Salton Sea films? <laughs> the
0: Salton Sea? <laughs> well, short. One, two, three, four, five. We have about seven films. Oh, good. Also featured... Grand Theft Auto 5 and a Michael Jackson uh, music video. That music video is going to be a great episode. People are going to
2: love it.
1: We got to get that guy to be a guest host with us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I assume he'll just rate every movie like a one. Yeah, Yeah, we
2: might get canceled after one episode.
0: (laughs) Just going off on the salt and sea. Yeah.
2: What? All right. Should we get into some trivia? Let's do it. Get ready. It's real trivia now. Uh, it came from B.C. was released uh, as the top half of a double feature with Creature with the Atom Brain. Now, I do mm. want to just point out Creature with the Atom Brain. Uh, quick synopsis American gangster Frank Buchanan forces former Nazi scientist Wilhelm Stieg to create zombies by resurrecting corpses through atomic radiation in order to help him exact revenge on his enemies.
1: You've mentioned that on the show before. Have I? I don't yep. know. Probably. Um,
2: so the question is, which ultra-famous actor got his start in B-films, appearing in a number of Roger Corman films, including the original Little Shop of Horrors? Who is Rick Moranis? The original Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, I'll give a little hint. Uh, he also uh, – this all happened before breaking out in Easy Rider and then getting his first starring role in Five Easy Pieces. I don't know. His name is Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. He was oh, in B-movies for man. a number of years, actually, and was in five or six Corman films and, and wrote a couple of them, even.
3: All right. We got to give our Jack Nicholson impressions. Kyle, go.
0: <gasps> it's Jack here. and uh, That's pretty good. Here's Johnny.
2: Yeah. I'm Did Jack you can't Nicholson. You can the truth. Uh, he's like, I'm Christian Slater. You know? It's kind of the same. Yeah. Um, All right. (laughs) The title was inspired by universal science fiction hit. It came from outer space and Schneer had been impressed by the effects for the beast from 20,000 fathoms and hired Ray Harryhausen. And he said, I don't think I could have made that type of picture if it hadn't been able to get Ray to do the special effects. Uh, The effects budget, however, was getting out of hand. And so... Uh, Sam Caspin only allowed Harryhausen enough money to animate six of the octopus's eight tentacles. So two were taken out for the uh, final shooting and he named the giant octopus the Sixtopus. Uh, and for scenes where a single tentacle is seen moving up and around the bridge superstructure, Harryhausen used a single large model tentacle instead of the entire animation model. Um, and so Harryhausen ser- served in the army during World War II in the special Services division under Frank Capra. What film have we watched in Submersion that depicted that unit? Frank Capra oh. was actually a character in the movie.
0: He was it a may, character in the movie? Or Is it may like not. A periscope or something? It
2: may or may not have been mentioned already on this episode.
0: A periscope then?
2: Nope. Down periscope. You just, you just mentioned it not that long ago you were saying Gujira. would i watch this movie again midway 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 remember they were filming in midway and he's like get that shot get that shot that's Bank oh capra.
0: yeah oh, okay yeah
2: and so that was the same that was a unit that harry hausen worked in he was a cameraman
0: gotcha that's
2: so neat presumably he would be in that scene he'd be the cameraman in that scene with frank capra potentially huh. that is neat nice Uh, so this is the film that brought together Shear and Harryhausen. They went on to actually make a large number of films together. Clearly Shear was a fan of his. Um, and their relationship would last until Clash of the Titans in 1981, which is the final feature for both of them. So the last movie both of them made, they made together, Clash of the Titans. So Clash of the Titans was remade in 2010 with Sam Worthington and was such a hit that it even got a sequel. What is the name of the sequel? Oh, Wrath of the Titans. Very good. Wrath of the Titans. Clash of the Titans, Wrath of the Titans, both qualify did for Did that one actually movies, do well? Clash, Clash of the Titans, Titans did, yeah, apparently it did amazing.
0: Seriously. I mean, I really like the original. I really like that one.
1: but Like the stop motion animation one?
0: Yeah, with the owl and all that stuff. And they yeah. did like pay a little uh, homage to that in the new one. It was funny. Is that the, like, do one, I is that need the
1: really that famous thing? one that had the skeletons and all that? What movie was that?
2: No, the skeletons. Are you talking That's, about like the Harryhausen one with skeletons?
1: it was like stop motion with the skeleton
0: fight. No, that, I think weird. that was Sinbad because okay, then that Sinbad's,
2: was then yeah. that was kind of redone for. Um, what was that Evil Dead movie or well, whatever? It was like the Evil Dead one. Army of Darkness. Uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, they kind of played off of that, and they did stop motion skeletons as well. But that was from Sinbad. In um, that, I think. I may be wrong, actually. That may be Clash of the 10s. Anyways, the submarine in this was the USS Cubera, SS-347, a Balao-class submarine. Um, And uh, so what kind of fish is a Cubera?
1: Cubera. Cubera. It's like a
0: barracuda. Nope. An eel, maybe? No. Got to be some
3: sort of a fish, right? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I win. I did it.
2: (laughs) No. Personal it's credit. a, it is a snapper. You can actually Google if you Google Kubera, It's a, they're huge, or at least pictures of people who caught them. They're gigantic, Shit. like
1: a oh, red no snapper. Joke, that's what I was going to guess. I'm like, that's just a stupid yeah. guess.
2: And then it was later sold to Venezuela and renamed the Tiburon. What's Tiburon in Spanish? Tiburon Sure. Oh, good one. Yeah. How do you know that? Are you like a student in Spanish? Because
0: the car, man, the Hyundai Tiburon.
2: Yeah, no, man. it's got a shark fin on it.
3: Tiburon used to be a sponsor for a NASCAR game I used to play, and they had a track called Tiburon Raceway. I think it was NASCAR 2004.
2: Yeah can Can you get the them to be a sponsor for us? Let me look them up. I'm on it. All right.
3: There was
1: and a then, There was a Need for Speed game where you could drive the Tiburon and trick it out.
0: Oh man, it used to be like the car, you know that yeah, and oh, yeah. Nissan Skyline. Get those cars. Check those out. It's Tiburon. That was right. Warp. It was NASCAR Warp. 2004.
3: Tiburon. Yep.
0: All right. I'm going to jump into Phantom Zone.
1: Engage the Phantom. Phantoms engaged. Sir.
2: All right. I like to go through the leading men or ladies of our movies. So our leading man, Ken Toby, is actually in another submarine film. It's called Captain Fathom a 1955 TV movie. Looks pretty red. Uh, Robert Sampson is in that film, and he's also in Up Periscope, starring James Gardner, which we have obviously seen. And so we know we can go from there all the way to our boy, Ed Harris. I also wanted to mention that our leading lady, Faith Dermar-Goo, uh, was discovered by reclusive billionaire Howard Hughes, and uh, she was actually in a relationship with him. And as a result, she is portrayed in the film The Aviator by Kelly Gardner, who is also in the film Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh. Kinda crazy, right?
4: Scandalous.
2: Weird connection to what we're talking about. It's funny huh. too, because this mirrors Ed Harris's career directory. He was also discovered by Howard Hughes. Um and they were, you know, they had a relationship, but and so they portrayed they were he was portrayed in the aviator by Leo DiCaprio. Which made kind of it was weird when they had like the makeout scenes between them because they had to use like split screen special effects for it, and that's in the end why it won the Oscar for best visual effects. Amazing. But actually, I should be clear: it's the only time they ever rewarded this Oscar was uh, visual effects it's with an A, not an E, visual effects, uh, because it's because it's the award for giving the most uh, emotional effect uh, to people through a visual medium, because people were so like turned on by Ed Harris. Uh, oh being played by Leo DiCaprio, making out with Leo DiCaprio.
1: I don't remember that. You don't remember that scene? No, I might have to go rewatch that tonight.
2: Well, to jog your memory, what's uh, Ed Harris – where would Ed Harris
0: have been good in this movie? Uh, I don't even want him to stain his career with this movie, man. Ouch.
3: Whoa. What about whoa. the octopus?
0: <laughs> whoa, hot take. What about that puss? Octopus, I mean <laughs> –
1: Ed Harris as the octopus. I kind of like that.
0: That would be good. Just his head, and then you remember that uh, claymation head, Harryhausen. You remember it? that like monster that Sid in Toy Story made, the yeah. baby doll with all the arms. I imagine that, but it's Ed's head, and then all the tentacles out and about.
1: Ed came from beneath the sea.
0: Hmm. Oh, now we're talking. Zed's dead, baby. What movie? Pulp Fiction. Bam.
2: I was actually, what's funny is I was just watching a movie for Bad Movie, and it had a preview before it, and it was Man on a Ledge. Did anyone ever see that? And Ed Harris is in that, I've heard and it. it's, it's crazy because he, it seems like he's a bad guy, but I know he never plays a bad guy, so they must have a twist in the middle of it where he turns into a good guy.
0: Now I think my wife wanted to see that because that has the lead from Sons of Anarchy, and I can't remember his name right now.
1: Charlie Hunnam. Yes. As who? It's like the main character.
0: Yeah, right? And Man on Ledge? I don't think so.
1: That doesn't sound right.
2: Kyle's wrong. Actually, yeah, I think it's... uh, (laughs) Isn't it it not Sam Worthington? I don't know. Yeah, it's Sam Worthington. (laughs) (laughs) Is Charlie
0: Hunnam in that movie? Uh, Let me see. Jamie Bell's in it. Edward
2: Burns is in it. Is Is she a huge Edward Burns fan? She's super into Anthony Mackie. She's just like yeah. really into Elizabeth Banks. I don't well, see Charlie
1: Hunam in it.
0: Not at all. So uh don't know what I was thinking. You're
2: thinking Fifty Shades of Grey. Come on, Chris. Before Mountains they recast a? it. No, before they recast yeah. it.
1: Oh, uh, okay. You're thinking Anyways. King Arthur. He was she was like right. <laughs> oh, yeah. King Arthur. You're thinking some shitty movie. Actually it was in Pacific Rim that was a good movie.
0: Yeah, that is a good movie monster movie you're thinking the ledge the ledge
2: yeah that sounds like right okay right. man on ledge <laughs> 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 but then the ledge <laughs>
0: it Anyways. is the, okay so he is in this movie the ledge <laughs>
1: yeah i watched anyone the columbine in thinking it was a bullying movie I mean, it wasn't <laughs> yeah it wasn't it was something else
0: so this movie has terrence howard Liv tyler patrick wilson there's people in this movie. Wow. All right. That's it. I got That's all I got. That's it. Uh, usually we would do subs worldwide right here, but want all of you listeners to know, we have been hard at work getting a website up and running. So it's in the final processes now. Before we make it live to you, should be up sometime next week. We'll announce on our next episode when it is live. So look for that. If you try to buy the domain, too late. I already bought it, so can't can't undercut me here. Gotcha. Look for that.
3: (laughs) And discuss it on our subreddit.
0: Yeah. What do you want to see? What do you want? What do you think it's going to be like? What do you want? What do you want from us? (laughs) What can we give you? All right. That's all I got for that. Brom. What about sub news? Does anyone have sub news?
3: Yeah, I posted a link. We got sub news. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is from BreakingDefense.com. Pandemic hits Navy's new nuke submarine program. Work on the missile tubes for the Navy's part of the nation's nuclear triad is months behind schedule. After... Babcock was smacked hard by the pandemic.
1: Pandemics smacking that cock hard?
3: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The new nuclear-powered Columbia-class submarine. It was struck by the COVID-19 virus. Workers' absences at a critical supplier have delayed construction of its missile tubes. So they are now months behind schedule. Um, So they're trying to reclaim the time. Reclaim the time. So large-scale work, you know, on the 12 of these that are planned, the 12 Columbia-class submarines, is uh, slated to kick off in 2021, and they hope to deliver these submarines? You guys guess.
0: 2026.
2: 20, 20 f- 20, 2026, I also
1: guess that. Ben? 2027.
3: twenty-seven. Twenty. 20- 30 Hmm. just in time to begin replacing the cold war era ohio class subs wow
0: that long huh
3: yeah these subs will carry 70 percent of the warheads allowed by the new start treaty with russia and if and if you listeners out there are big metal gear solid fans you'll remember that the start treaties were spoken about in metal gear solid frequently so there, we just connected real news to submarines to submarine news to the podcast to Metal Gear Solid. Bam!
1: Amazing. Only only that, on you this saw podcast. that Solid Snake soundboard. Um, I'm Snake.
0: No, I don't. <laughs> 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 That's actually that series is on my playthrough list. I need to get it done.
3: You done any of it, Kyle?
0: I used to play Metal Gear Solid and the VR missions like crazy oh, on PS1. Those were the best. Yep. Did you ever and play you...
1: Acid? What? Metal Did you Gear ever play so acid? acid? No. I loved that game. On PSP, Metal Gear Acid was awesome. Mm. Tons of great Metal was, Gear games. It was, it was a card game. Different
3: podcast. Really?
1: Yeah. It was really cool.
3: Man. Let me know when you get yeah, to the Snake Eater, uh... Kyle. Literally probably the best game in the franchise.
0: Is it? Okay. Oh yeah. I picked up on uh I picked up like the HD collection on Amazon. Then there <laughs> like, you go. I think Snake Eater is During the on pandemic, that. you know, why not? Yeah. So. Snake Eater is phenomenal. Like it's just ridiculous. So good.
2: All right. Is that gonna feed into your countdown with like top ever Metal Gear solid games?
1: You got it. That'd be amazing. Nice. Nailed it. Just waiting on two, Kyle. Two, three, ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Give it to me. All right. So for tonight's countdown and uh, Mega Monster Movie Month, uh, as I mentioned earlier, kind of during my review... Um, <clears throat> there's kind of a bit of a formula with how these, these, uh, film names were, were generated. It came from beneath the sea. It came from outer space and it came from 60,000 leagues under the sea or whatever, all these different weird names. It just, uh, so, it came. That was, that was it probably came. one of them. It came. Could be a little crass, but Maybe. Uh, so what I did is I actually made this week for my countdown, I made a movie name generator, uh, mixing, uh, various prepositions with various different geographical locations. And I spit out a bunch and I picked out my favorites. So these are, and it's, since it's Mega Monster Movie Month, I have six I'm counting down, not my typical top five. Uh, so I'm gonna run down my t- top six movie f- names that I generated, and you can uh, let me know if you would go watch it, and maybe if you can speculate on what the monster would be, you can, uh, we can all chip in here and start to uh, write these scripts, Uh, A24 Studios, get at us if you're interested in any of them, and we will uh, be happy to sell. So number six, it came out of the hill.
2: Okay, so you're saying you, you, you generated this yourself?
1: I generated these
2: myself. Okay, it came out of the hill, yes. like an ant. Are we talking about an ant?
1: Ooh, I kind of like that. I didn't think I immediately like really
0: thought like hills have eyes type stuff. Me too, but. Kyle. Literally, that's where my okay. mind went. But if we're, if we're doing monsters,
1: it doesn't have to be a mega monster. It Doesn't have to be a horror movie. I like got termite hell. Oh wait, it doesn't have to be a monster movie. It doesn't necessarily have to be.
0: It came out of the hill, the
1: Osama bin Laden story. It's a good one. <laughs> I was thinking it could be something with Capitol Hill. Oh, it's like oh. a bill, it's a bill on Capitol Hill. It's about some bill that like ruins the country or something. I don't know.
3: I'm just a bill, yeah. I'm just <laughs> a bill, and I'm sitting on Capitol
1: Hill. Oh, that was very good. We, just, uh, uh, we now owe like a whole run. bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it was close enough that we need to worry. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's more like a spoof.
1: <laughs> yeah, parody. <clears throat> Number five, it came on behalf of the Atoll. <laughs> the what?
2: The behalf Atoll. Of the Atoll. Oh. So, like, it came on behalf of the Atoll? Yeah. So, you like, a, like a peace convoy from an Atoll that the U.S. is going to um, nuke, and then we have to kind of settle the dispute.
1: Right, there you go. I think that's more creative than what I would have came up with.
2: What did you come up with? Did you have something?
1: I didn't have anything for that one, no. Uh-huh. Um, maybe if there was like a, a lost tribe or something and they sent they sent uh, an emissary or monster or something.
2: Yeah, it'd be like, uh, uh, it'd be like um, what's that? Mr. Smith goes to Washington. In this case, they go to Washington to try to get kind of like... Um, you know, money because their atoll was destroyed by an atomic bomb.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you or go. it
2: could be about the, um, the how bikinis kind of like a fashion, the fashion wave across the country at bikinis, right? <laughs> that's true. The name of that comes from the bikini atoll. So. Yeah, that's right. See, very,
1: very, very clever. I could just make up these and you could make movies out of them. Doing it. We, We're just churning uh, it out. We could start our own little small business. Number 4 it came from underneath the plateau.
2: Underneath the plateau. Huh.
1: It's kind of like a hill, came out of the hill. Is that not the yeah, same. It's pretty similar to the hill, yeah.
0: But it's underneath the plateau. It could, be, like could, could it could be, be something
1: desert, yeah. Yeah, it could be more yep. like a
2: western in that case,
1: like a scorpion Giant
0: snake or oh, like a big scorpion. spider,
2: uh, like a mechanical spider, maybe. Because I, I feel like like ah. I'm really into like the idea of a mechanical spider. Um, and maybe we and could. Then, I'm, I'm in talks with Will Smith to star in it, and so Chris. We'll see Klein. That works
1: out. Mm-hmm.
2: I like it. Oh no, I wasn't in talks with him yet, but now that you mention it, he'd be a great sidekick.
1: Number three, it came in accordance with the geyser came in accordance so with what
2: sorry guys. sorry i'm having a brain fart accordance can you I can think you we'll, like use that in a sentence
1: like accordance? in accord like uh like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, like uh like a like a like a conclave it it came together or with uh the or geyser? coinciding with the geyser. who so when the maybe the geyser erupts it Laundry. came out it, it, it came out yeah, yeah.
2: it dissolves a buffalo what a turtle, Wait, a turtle, like a turtle was stuck in from it, a geyser,
3: and then it launched uh-huh. the turtle.
2: Uh-huh. So the 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 new Super Mario Brothers film, maybe, maybe Koopas. Interesting name for the new Super Mario Brothers. It came in accordance with the geyser. I think people get confused.
1: Um, also, good to mention. I was very proud of my countdown last week. Uh, so only natural that I got a pass this week to make a really shitty countdown. I think this countdown's great. I'm having a grand old time. <laughs> someone is number two it came by means of the peninsula okay
2: well we could talk about it could be a florida thing like because like a, is like a, gator, a big right? old yeah big old peninsula but if you're talking about like a tiny little peninsula um and i guess it depends because i come from a place where they kind of call the peninsulas like capes uh could it be a cape
1: uh, cape, like cape was God? available. I didn't roll a cape, though. I rolled Peninsula, so we got to roll uh, with the Peninsula.
2: It. What's a good Peninsula? Like Michigan?
1: Oh, yeah. You got the, the, the UP. Upper Peninsula. Upper Could Peninsula. Yeti.
2: I like that. Upper Peninsula. That's what we're going with. Uh, Yeah. Yeti. Yeti movie. Upper Peninsula. What do they call them? What do they call Upper Peninsula?
0: Upers.
1: Upers. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Maybe youper it comes, down. Maybe it comes down to the mitten. The <laughs> Youper Yeti. <laughs> Nailed and it. maybe it comes down to the mitten, and it's like uh, putting a new uh, meaning behind the murder mitten, and it's like a Yeti that just tears through okay. the whole. Like thing.
2: How is it getting over to the mitten? It's got a boat. Mackinac Bridge, man. Oh, okay. It's okay. Just like I didn't even know. Havoc, I didn't like p- crazy. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm showing my ignorance. I didn't even know there was a bridge.
0: Wow. Well, I used to Did live you know? in Michigan, so. Yeah, I had no idea. You got to know about the bridge. There's a little island out there. You can go and get some fudge, and uh, that's about it. I don't know why that's so funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the big thing, man. Mackinac Island Fudge.
1: Great. And finally, number one. This one actually uh, sounds like the most like a movie, and that's why I awarded it the number one spot. Pretty happy with this one. It Came Behind the Waterfall. Oh, well, I mean, that's who hasn't, right?
4: Yeah, I know. (laughs) This is no monster
0: movie unless the monster is a person, right? Right.
1: Yeah. uh, Ideally, we got the from behind, but I rolled behind. Um, So not perfect.
2: It's a coming of age story. (laughs) Um. God.
1: Coming of age story. Yeah, that's just that's the tagline. Yeah. Wow. All right, that is my uh, top six movies with uh, that I that I generated with my preposition and location generator. Wow! Uh, thanks for sticking with us through all that. I, uh, God, best countdown <laughs> you've ever had. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, to wrap up my my talk and segment tonight, if you want to tune in for next week's episode, our movie next week will be Atlantic Rim, finally. I've mentioned it at various points on this podcast. We are finally watching it. You can watch a long, watch ahead, whatever you want to term it. Uh, it is available for free on Vudu with ads. Uh, Vudu is the uh, Walmart streaming service. Uh, also available on Pluto free with ads. So check it out, Atlantic Rim. It is a asylum film, I think, uh, spoof or whatever you want to call it, uh, mockbuster of Pacific Rim. And it looks hilarious. I hope it is. But that concludes my segment. Let's pass it over to Twosome with some Zach Facts.
2: Hit it.
3: Play it.
2: Zach
0: Fax. Zach Fax. What are you going down? Get some Zach Facts. What are you going down? After that big roll up and that ding, it almost seems like a letdown, right? (laughs) It
3: was such a huge letdown. I thought pretty sure there'd be a gong or something, so I had to use. Uh, There's got to be something. I I clicked just letter reveal real quick. (laughs) Letter reveal. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so this week on Zach Facts, we're doing the film, It Came From Beneath the Sea. Yay! Okay. Fact number one. <clears throat> the miniature submarine used in the film was recently sold at an auction for 376 Million dollars. Whoa. The buyer, ladies and gentlemen and germs, was anonymous. However, he did give his initials as E-H.
0: No flipping
3: way. And, and, if you
0: Ethan
1: check, Hawk.
3: if you check Elon Ed, Husk. Ed Harris's Instagram, which is Harris there is a picture of him Playing with a small submarine in his treehouse, and it was posted recently.
0: Whoa. <laughs> tree house? Yeah, Obvious, he hangs out in a treehouse? Yeah. Obviously.
3: He calls it the Ed Harris house.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, I thought you were going to say maybe NC, because this is something I would definitely. <laughs> this would be him, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, he would
3: buy this. That's...
0: He would buy it <laughs> for that much money. Yeah. <laughs> if only
3: all right uh here's a quick fact for you who likes quick Zach facts I love them here's I a love fast Zack facts here's a fast oh, one
2: good. yeah me too I love all Zach
3: Facts here's a fast one fast one here's a fast one fast one in order for the ending octopus explosion to look real they had to tie 48 real octopuses together and blow them up.
1: Wow. Whoa. PETA would not stand for that nowadays. No way.
3: <sighs>
1: no, they would not. That was called
3: shock. Alright. <laughs> last was, fact for you, I, which I is shocked. oddly enough, Ben, this is kind of right up your neck of the woods. <laughs> Did someone say spinoffs? Which one of these three titles were actually made? Title number one, it came from beneath the couch. Title number two, it came from beneath the toilet. Or title number three, it came from beneath Kyle's foot.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, My gut would be it came from beneath the couch, but... I kind of think it's funny that it came from beneath Kyle's foot got mentioned mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm going to actually go with that
0: I think it's toilet I think it's none of the above
3: and here's the Zach fact for you all they all are real oh, uh. seriously
1: so I guess that means none of them are real Thank you
0: for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at macestudios at gmail.com.